Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins of That Podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. That is David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. Now, your Miami Dolphins uh, responded to their fourth quarter collapse against the Titans in a big way. They had a short week of, of uh, preparation. They had uh, a couple players out, nine starters to be exact, but it did not matter. Uh, they bounced back in a very convincing uh, uh, fashion, uh, blowout, shutout fashion, as a matter of fact, 30-0 home win against the New York Jets. Uh, they sweep uh, that season series. They improve to 10-4. and four. Uh, And now we have arrived at the stretch of the season that we have all been eyeing for several, several weeks. Uh, kind of crazy. We're here at week 16 uh, coming up in a couple of days. Uh, and the Dolphins are entering what will be a critical stretch against uh, a trio of opponents with winning records. Uh, it starts with the Dallas Cowboys, uh, and then up next is the Ravens uh, in Baltimore on Week 17, New Year's Eve. There's been a lot of questions and intrigue about whether that will get uh, the Sunday night football flex treatment. The NFL has not yet announced whether or whether not uh, it won't be uh, flexed. Uh, still a couple more days to decide whether that will be the case. Uh, and then obviously uh, they wrap up the season against the Buffalo Bills at home. Uh, and look out for the Bills. They might be the hottest team in the NFL right now. They are nipping uh, right behind the Dolphins. And it's really important that they win. We're going to talk about that. We've got a lot to talk about. Uh, but we're going to start with uh, that blowout shutout win. Um, I think there were a lot of nervous fans in South Florida uh, entering that game. Um, they had already ruled out two starters. Uh, there were two starters already on IR. There were a handful of starters questionable to play, the most notable being Tyree Kill. He warmed up, uh, and then, you know, 90 minutes before kickoff, it turns out Tyree Kill is inactive, missing his first game uh, as a Dolphin since coming uh, to Miami before the 2022 season, uh, as well as Xavier Howard, as well as Javon Holland. There were a lot of guys who are not in the lineup for the Dolphins who are accustomed to seeing. So even against an undermanned, underperforming, un, you know, just bad Jets team, there were still a lot of nervous Dolphins fans out there. Uh, but very quickly, they put uh, any questions to bed. Uh, dominant effort from the defense. Uh, Jalen Waddle, maybe kind of a breakout performance this season. Tua Tagovailoa has one of his best games, only three incompletions. Um, and... All is well in Dolphin Land, I, I guess. I mean, we're, I guess we're going to find out this against the Cowboys. But I thought, I thought, you know, I thought it was definitely like a. Uh, obviously, it was a great win. You know, blowout, shutout win. Of course, that's great. Um, but I thought it was really important. You know, and it was really impressive. Maybe not so like for the result, but like the manner in which uh, they got there. And, you know, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, when we gave our predictions, um, you know, this time last week. 
we didn't know that the Dolphins were going to be without nine starters. If I knew beforehand that the Dolphins were going to be shorthand, you know, almost half of their projected week one starters, thought we may have got a much closer game. I think I, I, I said they were going to win by 14 points or so. You know, I thought it'd definitely be closer to one score. Um, but, you know, you really saw the difference in the opponents. And again, it wasn't so much like the result, but how they got there. You know, the fact that the defense was still so dominant. Um, Bradley Chubb was really just like coming into his own. Like he he's like really officially in that in the stretch where like, all right, this is the player that we all expected. And then on offense, you know, you don't have Tyree Kill. Tua said before, uh, he said, you know, uh, a couple of days before the game that, you know, they got out of sorts when he was out there. I mean, I think you saw, you know, Without Tyree Kill in practice, they were able to make some adjustments. They were able to get Jalen Waddle involved. They didn't run the ball well, um, but they did what they needed to do against this team. Um, so, you know, you look ahead to, uh, you know, this three-game stretch, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be telling one way or another because there's a wide range of outcomes. You know, you can get the number one seed. You can win the division, but, uh, you know, not be the number one seed. You could potentially not even, you know, win the division and have be stuck into a wild card spot. You know, I mean, the Dolphins are like almost assured a playoff spot and they can clinch one uh, this weekend with the win. So I'm not even, you know, but I'm not even going to entertain the maybe like small, less than 1% chance that they don't make the playoffs. But all signs point that this is going to be a team playing in the second week of January, or, you know, being in the big dance in the second week of January. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this final three game stretch is going to be very telling for the type of team uh you know for, for the type of team that they will be going forward because um i think that you know one way or another we're, we're going to kind of know about this team uh by the end of this three game stretch well definitely obviously i mean they did what you're supposed to do against the jets you know a team that has no offense and they squat they squash them and that, you know, so, you know, this sets up, and also this, this stretch kind of, it wouldn't be surprising if they came out like one and two, two and one, because it, it, that's the way this NFL season's been. It's not, nobody's going one way or the other completely among the top teams. I mean, you know, Dallas, you know, everybody's like, oh my goodness, look they at were, Dallas. They before, just, they before just this stopped. past Sunday, they were the hottest yeah. team in the NFL. They, they, yeah, they just they just punked Philadelphia. Man, that's at Dallas. Oh, and then they went into Buffalo and they got a little bored. And, you know, so and then you look at Buffalo and saying, Well, are they getting ready to, are they getting it together now? It's entirely possible they are getting it together, but it's entirely possible they, you know, they come out and, you know, they look they look like Dallas did last week, this week, you know. Um, Baltimore has some consistency to them. and That's probably why you, if you had to pick a best team right now in the AFC, you'd probably pick Baltimore because they are the most consistent team, it seems. But that's certainly not a team that you look at and, you know, they've got holes. So, uh, and they've had some, you know, some kind of strange performances. So, yeah, we're going to find out about the Dolphins. That You know, it just uh, – yeah, the only worry, that the only concern is if they lose all three. I mean, like you said, they're well, pretty if they lose, much if – they, If they lose all three, they're – so just I guess, I guess we can take a step back because the NFL on Tuesday did release the official – uh, clinching playoff playoff clinching scenario. So, like I said before, the Dolphins can clinch uh, a playoff spot with a 
with a win. I mean, that, that's the easiest way. Win and you're in. Um, they can clinch the AFC East most simply uh, with a win and a Bills loss. Um, the tricky thing, and you know, we're gonna we want to want to say this for part of the second half, but the, the tricky thing is that you know the Bills are just two games ahead with a with uh, a head-to-head win over them. So uh, the Dolphins really need to be for, for for their sake and for the sake of fans, they need to be in a spot where they're not they're not going into Week 18 uh, just one game ahead. They need to be they they need they need to have this wrapped up uh, by by Week 18, and it's tough because. To do that, they're either going to need, you know, a, a win and a loss um, along the way, you know, a win for themselves and a loss from the Bills. The Bills have a very easy schedule coming up. You know, they're, they're playing the Chargers on on Saturday night without Justin Herbert, you know, a fired coach. So who knows what's going to happen there? I believe they have the Patriots as well. Um, so, you know, it's like can't really count on the other teams to, to, to do your business for you. You might have to take care of your business on your own. Um, but but I'm, you know, I don't know about you, but it, it's, it's going to be really interesting because – this this has turned out, you know, past couple of games, you know, they, they did trip up against the Titans, um, but we haven't really seen them face that top tier competition since I would say the Chiefs game. I mean, if, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I mean, just the Chiefs, the Chiefs is probably like the top, the, the last top opponent that they faced. Yeah. 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 Because it was after that, before. you know, they're playing the Jets twice, the Raiders, the Commanders. Right. Um, so it's been a while since we've seen that elite competition. And I think that we saw um, a kind of a tale of two two sides of the ball. We saw the defense really step up. That was the first time that they were healthy. We saw them step up and play one of the best games of the season um, on their end against Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City. And then we saw the offense struggle a lot until late in that game. Um, so, you know, these two teams that – I mean, these three teams that they're playing, like strong offense, like these are well-rounded teams. It's not, you know, like a very lop- one-sided team, lopsided team in terms of strength. Like these are very – I mean, as as complete as you can get. I know the Cowboys just, you know, struggled, and we'll talk about them in the second half. I know they just struggled, but, you know, they have offensive and defensive power, firepower. The Ravens have offensive and defensive firepower. So, like, both sides of the ball are going to be tested – in their own rights uh, over these next three weeks. And uh, for me, I want to see if like, all right, with the defense, you know, they've looked good without Jalen Phillips, but you know, when you play a Lamar Jackson, when you play a, a Josh Allen, who they've really struggled against in, in recent years, um, you know, even when you play a Dak Prescott, like can, when you play those upper echelon quarterbacks, is this something, is, is this legit? I mean, we saw it a month or two ago against uh, Mahomes, but I want to see um, if that's for real. And obviously on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, whenever they've played, uh, a really strong defense on the road, they struggled. Um, so, you know, obviously the the Cowboys, they're going to present their issues this weekend. Uh, but I'm really looking ahead to, not looking ahead, but looking forward to that Week 17 matchup when you get to a road environment, a true raucous road environment. And who knows, that could be a 425 game. That could be an 8-15 game. I don't know, but it's going to be loud in Baltimore. They're going to be jacked up for that game. I want to see how the offense looks um, because they've been able to, I've seen them make like adjustments. Like we see, we see it against the Jets. We've seen it in previous games. Um, but when you have that crowd noise and when you have kind of everything going against you as an offense, you know, are they as composed? Um, I thought that them looking as good as they did without Tyreek Hill, really the passing game more so than the running game, the passing game looking as fluid as it did without Tyreek Hill. Um, that was, you know, something that for me, if I'm a Dolphins fan, I feel very optimistic about that, you know, plugging him back in um, and kind of getting rolling. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, you know, McDaniel was talking about, you know, the narratives and he kind of joked that he told, uh, he told players to tell any media member who asked about narratives this week to, you know, politely, with all due respect, F off. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. F off was the verbatim what he said. You know, it was just joking. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I know, I know, I I completely understand the sentiment. But you know, to well, counter, to counter if, that, if, if, yeah, there's there's an easy way to do that. Exactly. The, the bet, yeah, it's it's on Sunday. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> you know, and, and, and for and for all the for all the talk about you know like it was a great win. But, you know, the Dolphins didn't acquire all these players and make these trades and give out all this money uh, for wins against the, the Jets in, in, in week 15. You know, they, they did this, well, for, this no, the, for this type of stretch. Right. Not, not the Jets as quarterback by Zach Wilson or whoever, you know, the corpse of whatever Jets quarterbacks they've been dragging out there. Yeah. Um, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, this is this. You know, they should be jacked up. This is a great opportunity for them. Yeah, and if you, they control their own destiny. They control. Right. Their destiny. I mean, if you win the next three they, games. They, they're the number one seed. That, that's right. You win the number one seed. Win the next two. You win the next you two. Win the division. You win the division. Yeah. So, you know, um, and with a you know with the head on the number one with the on the number one seed. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a uh, you know. They should be all jacked up about this. This is a tremendous opportunity for them to, you know, to be as good as to play as to play as well as you know they think they are good. And uh, I think it's going to be an interesting game for both sides because obviously, the, I mean, Dallas is kind of in the same boat over there, and they're they're trying to win a division. Uh, Maybe you know keep pace for a number one seed if San Francisco somehow slips. Yeah, they, up. They, they they've got life. I was going to say you know yeah. you talk about this second half, but they've got life too. They've got a lot to play for as well, especially after right. uh, Philly uh, kind of fell uh, fell fell apart late, you know, on Monday Night Football. So they've got there's a lot on both sides to play for. They just got yeah. embarrassed. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, this uh, this was like a tremendously interesting game, and uh, the you know the Dolphins' response was. Like you said, it was exactly what you needed to do. Look, this is, you know, you go out and you, you know, you slap around the team you're supposed to slap around. You do what you're supposed to do. You do it how you're supposed to do it. Um, you know, it's not it's not the Dolphins' fault that the Jets, you know, have managed to somehow have no quarterback and have, um, well, not somehow, they, they, you know, one guy injured and they spent a second-round pick on, you know, this, you know, that year's Jamarcus Russell. And so, you know, that's not their fault. They they showed up. They did what you got to do. Um, and I thought, you know, I thought it was and it was necessary to. Do, I thought it was very good to do it with, you know, Jalen Wallace having a big game, Tua having a very good statistical game. Yeah, that's kind of a narrative busting game because everyone right. was like, "Oh, he's propped up by Tyreek," and it was like, "Hey, he he looks pretty and, he looks pretty good without and, Tyreek." And you know, yeah, he, he he didn't look great on Black Friday when they uh, up there. You know, I mean, he, you know, he he threw them a touchdown pass too. So, um, yeah, that's that was how you wanted to see it done. You wanted to see, you know, Bradley Chubb having a huge, huge game after, you know, the the whole tennis, you know, the whole of the Tennessee game. You can discuss, but that that one play was. It's really, kind of like one of the lasting really images bad. of that game. Like it, it didn't yeah. cost them the game. It was one of those lasting images and those kind of turning points that you when you look when you look back, like that was one of those moments that resulted in you know the final outcome that right. we saw. And right, he, right. He, he was and a professional about it, you know, 
post game and after you know obviously last game he you know he put definitely put that uh right, to right. he came out and said okay you know now I'm gonna be I'm, that's what that's the Bradley Chubb you want to see as you know both a player and a leader and all that so you know okay now every, everything should be kind of behind them in that in that respect uh now you're just looking forward to Dallas and you know I'm sure they're hoping, you know, hoping to have a reasonably healthy roster to uh, go at the Cowboys. Yeah. With so, um, yeah, this is it's going to be a tremendously interesting game for the Dolphins, and probably the most interesting, probably the most interesting regular season game around here in a while. I, I think even more, you know, this deep in the season um, it, here. I mean, obviously the Buffalo game up there last year in December was up there. Uh, and, but I, I just think, I feel like this game has, this game has a lot going for it. Um, and it, I think it's going to tell a lot about both teams or each team rather. So. Now was definitely, yeah, we'll talk, we'll definitely yeah. talk a little bit more, uh, to close out the pod in the second half. Um, but yeah, there's a lot, a lot of very interesting storylines that I want to get into for, with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a great bounce back effort. Um, but again, you know, for all the talk about narratives and perceptions, whatever, you know, this is the stretch where you prove yourself. And we'll see if they yeah. can get starting this weekend. All right. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back on the other side of things, uh, the Dolphins have a two-game lead in the AFC East, but the Buffalo Bills, uh, they're, they're right in the rear view. They're, uh, they're, they're coming right behind the, uh, the Dolphins, uh, and this three-game stretch will be pivotal uh, to keep them at bay. Uh, how worried should the Dolphins be about Buffalo? We're going to talk about that and more. Stay live with us, and we'll be back soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition. Oh, ah. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins, that podcast with David Neal talking all things Dolphins. Uh, on the first half, we talked about the Dolphins' bounce-back shutout win over the Jets. Uh, the daunting, telling three-game finish to the season uh, that awaits them. Uh, we're going to focus in on the Dolphins' divisional rival, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, because the Dolphins, like I said, have a two-game lead in the AFC East. They can actually clinch the division this weekend, but uh, the Bills might be the hottest team in the NFL. They've won three of their last four um, very impressive wins the last two weeks over the Chiefs and uh, the Cowboys, we mentioned before. Um, and again, with three games left, they're just two games behind. It was obviously a, a very critical week 18 matchup coming. It looks like just the way the schedule is shaping up, it looks like that might be the most compelling game of uh, the regular season slate uh finale slate you know it seems like it's it's gonna it's gonna decide something one way or another whether it's the number one seed for the dolphins the division for potentially the dolphins or buffalo or maybe even buffalo getting 
into uh, getting into the postseason. You know, a couple weeks ago, they, we kind of left them for dead. Um, but now uh, the Dolphins just have a 61% chance to win the division, according to the New York Times playoff simulator. The Bills, 39%. Um, again, if the Dolphins drop uh, another game prior to Week 18, it seems like that game is probably – that Week 18 game is probably going to be for the division uh, because the Bills have a very – easy slate, two-game slate before Week 18. They face the uh, Los Angeles Chargers on Saturday night, and then they face the Patriots in Week 17. Anything can happen. The Patriots did beat Buffalo earlier in the season, uh, but this is looking like a very formidable team. I know a lot of Dolphins fans were kind of rooting for outcomes the past couple weeks that would keep Buffalo out of the postseason. I want want you to start off, how worried should the Dolphins be about Buffalo? Uh, I mean... I think everybody should be worried about Buffalo. Um, they're, I mean, they're a talented team that seems to have gotten their stuff together. Uh, and, you know, they figured out, they kind of figured out, seemed to figure out their offensive identity. And, um, you know, they're, the way they beat Dallas was pretty impressive. And the kind of thing that, you know, coaches love to see in December. I mean, they, they pretty much pounded them. And, uh, yeah, it's you know, they're definitely a team. You it, also because you know Josh Allen can be Josh Allen. I mean, he's he's going to turn the ball over, uh, but he's also going to cause you all kinds of problems because he can make such. He's so physically talented, and he can make such tremendous plays. And you know, he's got receivers that help him make those plays. And he's got this, you know, especially Stephon Diggs, obviously, and. You got Cook at running back, who is cooking now, and he he is. Uh, I think he's second yeah. in the league in rushing. I mean, right yeah, there with Raheem Mostert. I don't and, know where. Uh, like. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, not the Cook we were expected to be second in the league in rushing, right? And so, you know, when you know they're they're just kind of. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what coalesced. Uh, but I don't know. It seems ever since you know there was I don't know if you saw this, but a couple of weeks ago there was a big bombshell long form story. About, oh yeah, right. You know, yeah, Sean McDermott, yeah. Some comments right. he made, the way he had kind of been leading the team, and ever since then they've kind of rallied behind him. You know they won right. two straight games. They're looking pretty good doing it. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's it. But yeah, they, you know. One who knows how what, what kind of effect that had if it was a galvanizing thing where they. Galvanized behind, you know, behind Sean McDermott, or if they, <laughs> this is this has happened also, where they're kind of like, okay, yeah, it got it got out that you know he's a little out there. We got to do this for ourselves. Let's come mm-hmm. together as ourselves and you know do this for us because you know nobody's getting any younger. You they don't have so many shots at this, and you know so what whatever it did whatever reason whatever reason, uh, yeah they've come together pretty well. And yeah, they're not a team, you know, the really not a team you want to see, really don't want to see many playoff teams in the playoffs, but they're, they're really a team that like, ugh, when they get, when they get going, they're just, they're just, they're tough to deal with. They're tough to stop and they're tough to, uh, and when you try to keep up with them, uh, with your offense, they, you know, they turn you over. If something bad happens, they're, yeah, <laughs> they're, I think everybody's kind of hoping somehow that they get, they trip up against, you know, the Chargers or Patriots and then the Dolphins take care of in the season finale and somebody else, you know, sneaks in the side door and, uh, you know, the the playoff bus leaves without them. So, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I'll say this. Uh, I, I think that there's two. I'll start with the division because it's looking increasingly like the Dolphins are going to have to beat the Bills in Week 18 to win the division. No, unless they're going to win their next two games. Like this, this, this final three game stretch is so fascinating because there's so many outcomes for the Dolphins right now. Um, and you know, I've been like looking at the schedule and trying to like crunch the numbers. You know, I, you know, kind of like you know, uh, number two pencil it. Uh, I, I think the Dolphins more they have they more or less have to beat the Ravens in week seventeen to win to get the number AFC's number one seed because they're one game behind right now. Yeah. Um, you know, if they fall back two games, you know, like they have to, then they have to win week 17. If they're tied, you know, going into week 17, I obviously have to win that game. Um, so they more or less have to win that game. So like, I would say, I would say like, obviously you want to win the, you obviously you, I would say you definitely want to win the, you want to win all the games, like you want to put your best foot forward and win all the games. Um, but I, I, I'm personally of the opinion that the 49ers are going to beat the Ravens on Christmas Day, and if the Dolphins take care of business, just just my opinion, just my opinion. Uh, you, you, you're by. I was gonna say people that are are listening, but you know your, your facial expression says that you might disagree with me. But I, I'm just of the belief that no, I actually, I actually don't. I just, I, I think okay, yeah, that's that's entirely possible. I mean, yeah. I, and, and and if uh, the Dolphins take care of business on Christmas Eve against Dallas, you know, just hypothetically, if that happens. You're tied. Week seventeen, whoever wins that is in the driver's seat and has a win. Well, I think it'd be dun dun da da da. I don't think I was gonna say if you could be Sunday night. I still play Monday night football music uh, as my as my you know run up music on Sundays. But we're on jingle, um, but but all, but all good. But yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Like, I know, I know. Like, under that scenario, you know, week seventeen, you know, if you if you take care of business and the Ravens lose on Christmas to the 49ers, week seventeen, you're tied. You know, winner of week seventeen, they're they're in prime position um, for that. You know, and, and in that case, you already have clinched the division as well. So it's like these next two games are just so like it's easier said than done. But if the Dolphins can hunker down, take care of business uh, at home against Dallas, I think they're a slight favorite right now. They're probably going to be you know they're probably going to be underdogs, um, road dogs. Week seventeen, but if you can get a big win, like if you can take care of these next two games right here, you know there's not as much pressure. I think you'd still probably have to. I mean, I think that just off the top of my head, you'd still probably play your guys in week eighteen. Well, I don't even think you need to. If you win these next two games and Baltimore loses these next two games, you know you, you've clinched it. You've clinched it because you're one, you're up one game heading into week eighteen. But you know that's there's so many different. There's so many different outcomes, which is why this is so so interesting. Um, but yeah, like these next two games are just so important. Like if you take care of business right there, you don't even have to worry about like you don't want to be in that spot. Like you don't want to be, I know you're at home, but you don't want to be week 18. Josh Allen's coming to the building, who has just really owned the franchise the past couple of years, or since his second year in the league, honestly. You, you don't want to be in that spot because anything, anything yeah. can happen. Like any yeah. anything can happen. Um from the actual team to team matchup. It's very interesting because like when Buffalo was going through their struggles and then Miami starts to kind of ascend and obviously they were they tripped up in some games against Philly, um, against uh against Casey and Jeremy. Like they were still kind of ascending. And I was thinking, like, from a matchup perspective, this is 
great because, you know, for all the talk about the Dolphins injuries, and they've dealt with a lot, uh, Buffalo has had some injuries, um, some key defensive injuries uh, to those guys. And I thought that, you know, it was a great matchup because the Dolphins offense has, I mean, the whole team has struggled, um, but the offense has not looked the same, um, you know, against Buffalo as they have against, like, most other teams. Um, so matchup-wise, I thought that, you know, this was – it'd be great. Like, I was just thinking, yeah, by the time Week 18 comes, the Dolphins are going to have this figured out. I'm not so sure of that because, like you said, the Bills have a new dimension now where they can run the ball. Again, James Cook is second in the NFL in rushing yards. You know, even ahead of Raheem Mostert, only behind uh, Christian McCaffrey, I believe. Um, so they have a new element where they're running the ball um, very well. They're playing way better defense than they were earlier in the year. I mean, you just don't want to – like, you don't want to leave it up to that. Week 18 no. – like you don't, you just don't want to. You don't want to leave it to that. You, um, you never want to leave anything up to a one game against a talented team in any sport. Yeah, you know if you can, and if you can, you know, take care of business beforehand. You do that because yeah. you know one game, talented team or a single great player, and the margin for error is it's really close to zero now. Honestly, because. You're already you're already one full game behind for the AFC's number one seed, and if you lose any game prior to week eighteen, then you're pretty much counting on an upset. You're counting on one of the bigger upsets of the year, you know, in in the Chargers or the Patriots, in order to kind of fend off the Bills for the division. Um, so yeah, I mean, we talk about the three game stretch. These next two games. Like we're we're gonna kind of know where we're at with this team in the next two weeks. Um, that make that's what makes it fun. It's kind of kind of crazy to imagine we're already week sixteen, but you know, time flies when they're having fun, I guess. Um, and that brings us to uh, or breathing, or breathing, <laughs> both of those. True that. Uh, and that brings us to uh, this, like you said, probably one of the more I, mean, I guess bigger games in recent Dolphins history. Obviously, they're playing. You know. It's the 425 slot, uh, Christmas Eve, you know, playing the Cowboys. A lot of eyes are going to be on them. It's kind of the narrative bowl. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find this, this, uh, the CBS Sports stat. I think it's, let me find it. Give me a second. Okay. So I saw this very interesting tweet the other day about the matchup between the Dolphins and the Cowboys. Um, and the fact that it is, here's, it's the first game in NFL history between teams with 20 plus combined wins but one or fewer wins versus teams above 500. The Cowboys are one in three versus teams above 500, nine and one against teams 500 or below. The Dolphins are 0 and three versus teams above 500 and 10 and one versus teams 500 or below. This is the narrative bowl. Like, like I, I kind of like, I made that name. I'm, I'm like patent it or whatever. It's the, it's the narrative bowl because we, we kind of joked about it before, but the Cowboys are kind of like the NFC Dolphins. Like they're very good at home. They're very good against bad teams. But when they face some stiffer competition, they're not the same team. And we kind of saw that with the Cowboys, obviously, against the Buffalo. We've seen it with the Dolphins, against Buffalo, against Philly, against KC. One of these teams is going to like kind of like go into Christmas with like a monkey off their back. Like they're going to be feeling good. The other team is going to like face the same old narratives and questions. Um, I will say I, I, before the season, I said the Dolphins were going to win this game. I felt pretty good about it throughout the season. I didn't feel as good about it after the Titans loss, but I will say um, seeing the way that Buffalo was able to run the ball against Dallas, um, and especially like on the outside, run like the zone run type runs that McDaniel calls, um, that does give me confidence that the Dolphins will be able to move the ball 
against the Dallas defense. They have a great pass rush. Um, they have some very opportunistic cornerbacks, but you know, with opportunistic cornerbacks, we had exactly. Um, Deron Bland, crazy like NFL record for most uh pick sixes in a season. He might get one off Tua, but they might get one off him. Um, Stephon Gilmore, obviously a great cornerback, but I think that I, I like that matchup on defense. I like that matchup as well. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see like how well Dallas can run the ball against. Uh, Miami, because like I feel like some of the better so the teams that have really had success against uh, against the Dolphins defense, I'll say two things: they've been able to run the ball really well, and they've had athletic quarterbacks who can make plays off script. Um, I'm not sure how much Dak is going to be able to do the off script stuff. He can do it, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to do it at the level of like Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. Um, it'll be interesting again. It'll be interesting to see how well they run the ball. They kind of keep that pass because like the Dolphins pass rush is like. Their back end is too good with, with Ramsey and then if Xavier Howard can come back. Their back end is just too good. Um, you know, they hold it down that, you know, those guys up front can get to you. Um, but I, I do think that this is a game – it's going to be very interesting because Dallas is coming off a very embarrassing loss, and they have a lot to play for in terms of uh, potentially the number one seed, potentially a top two seed. But the Dolphins are very good at home. The Cowboys are not. I think we're going to get a very fun, high-scoring game. Maybe something along the lines of 38, 34. I think a lot of points are going to be scored because I just think that the offenses are just too good. Um, but I'm going to take a Dolphins win. A very, I think it's going to be a statement victory for the Dolphins, like a statement, a narrative-busting win for the Dolphins. <laughs> What's Whoa, it? Oh, this, uh, this is tough. It's um, the narrative bowl, man. Like, Yeah, the, the, the open carry narrative bowl. Um <laughs> Sponsored by the NRA, uh, you know, Dallas and Texas and Florida. Um, well, uh, I don't know if the Dolphins are going to be able to run the ball on Dallas the same way the Bills did. Really? And uh, I do think, however, I like the – uh, the Dolphins passing game, the, um, the precision, the timing. Uh, I don't think the I don't think Dallas will disrupt that as uh, as much as other teams as. And so, you know, I think the Dolphins going to put up some points. Um, now, this is the, the other this side, is this is a matchup. Sorry, but this is a matchup of two of the the top two scoring offenses in the NFL. So like, right. I feel like 38 to 34 is going to a little crazy, but not too crazy when you look into the numbers they've been putting up. And, and well, somewhere in there, somebody's going to get, there's going to, there's going to be a turnover. Somebody's going to run what, you know, they're going to get a fumble. There's going to be a short field. Somebody's going to run something back. Um, that's going to happen. Uh, uh, when the, when Dallas has the ball, uh, I think Dak has, I think the I think the pass rush can get to Dak, but I think when they get to Dak, I think Dak has more of ability to get out, and then you know things start getting scrambly and funky. And um, I don't know if they're going to be able to run the ball very well on the Dolphins. I don't, I don't see that very see that happening. So. Uh, 
Yeah, I agree with you. High scoring. I was almost going to go 38-35, uh, but I'm going to take it back a little bit. I'm going to go 31-27. And, uh, oh, boy. I'll go the home team, but it's a it's this is not a game as much as I like to bet. And uh Hey man, I just launched hard rock scene over hard rock at nah. Wouldn't touch that. There's there there's there's some other games that they put up some foolish lines on. There's some you can take you can take their money on this one. Nah, nah. I'd stay away from this one unless I had a real good one o'clock. Um but uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it opened up as a pick'em, like to 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 kind of drive how close this game is. It opened up as a pick'em. Usually, the home team gets three points. They're essentially, we're more or less saying that that the Cowboys were three points better on a neutral field. It's kind of swayed uh, to the Dolphins. I haven't checked, but I know yesterday it was like one and a half. So I mean, it's it's very narrow. Um, and that I mean. That just speaks to how close, evenly close these teams are. So that, that also speaks, though, to betters, especially casual betters, have they respond, bias. Yeah. So obviously, so, after the blowout win, there was a lot of money that right. was thrown on the dollar. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, 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 they, they, they watched Dallas getting punked, and they were like, "Oh, but no, 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 no. We, we got to go with the team that just, you know, shut a team out thirty nothing. It's not a team that got got rolled. Yeah. So, um, but still, yeah, with two I mean, very evenly. Yeah. Evenly oh, yeah. matched teams. Yeah. Again, the top two scoring offenses in the NFL. Um, two very stingy opportunistic defenses. Um, hey, it's inevitable. We're either going to be talking about a big win for the Dolphins, or you know, all hell is going to break loose because yeah. it's going to be another loss to a team with a losing uh, to a winning record. Um, but yeah, I mean, fun times. I mean, the Dolphins are right in it. They control their destiny at the end, end of the day. Um, and whether you know, we're going to sit here in two, three weeks and say, hey, the Dolphins made the most of this opportunity or they put themselves behind. Um, but either way, you know, it's not like they have nobody else to, to look at but themselves. You know, exactly. One is right in front of them. And it's and it's and it's all it's and they're home. It's Christmas Eve. They got to be happy about that. You know, I mean, you know, there's no, nobody really wants to travel around that, you know, 23, 24, 25, 26. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to be on the road for those games. Yeah, I'm glad we got two straight years, Christmas weekend, Christmas yeah. day games. No, we're I mean I wasn't a fan of Christmas Day game, but yeah, yeah, at, least, yeah. at least it was at least it was home. Was last home. So oh, yeah. no, no complaints there, certainly no complaints <laughs> for the Dolphins. They get to finish uh, yeah. again. I think for the last five at home. So a real opportunity uh starting this weekend. All right, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins of Bet podcast. I want to thank you guys as always for tuning in. Reminder to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. The Dolphins are that back one, at the, it. The Herald. Subscribe to the Herald. That one. The Dolphins are back yeah. at it on Wednesday in preparation for the Cowboys. Mike McDaniel will be talking to us. We'll be talking. We'll get some injury updates. Uh, the Dolphins, uh, they were beat up last weekend, but they should be getting some guys back. Uh, we'll have all... Uh, your latest Dolphins updates, so definitely stay locked to Miami Herald website. We'll be back next week to recap another weekend of Dolphins football. Uh, but until then, you guys take care. Happy holidays.